朋友们，大家好。Hello, friends. Welcome to Spiritual Wai Mai. 欢迎来到属灵外卖 ，delivering the spiritual food to you wherever you are. 无论你在何处，我们为你速递属天灵粮。This spiritual Wai Mai is a part of a series entitled "Mission Accomplished: The Mission of Jesus Christ, as Told by Matthew and Now Lived Out by You and Me." Where do you most belong? Where do you feel most a part of things, welcomed and valued? Maybe it is your family or friend group. Maybe your workplace or fellowship. Why do you feel such a sense of belonging there? What creates that warm and welcoming vibe? Conversely, is there a place where you feel on the outside, like you aren't welcomed or fit in? What about that place makes you feel like an outsider? During Jesus's lifetime, there was a clear sense among the Jewish people about who belonged and who did not. Culture and religion separated and labeled people as in or out. Jesus told a story that challenged this idea of who was desired, who was accepted, and who was the most valued. Matthew chapter twenty verses one to sixteen. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire workers for his vineyard. He agreed to pay them a denarius for the day and sent them into his vineyard. About nine in the morning, he went out and saw others standing in the marketplace doing nothing. He told them, "You also go and work in my vineyard, and I will pay you whatever is right." So they went. He went out again about noon and about three in the afternoon and did the same thing. About five in the afternoon, he went out and found still others standing around. He asked them, "Why have you been standing here all day long doing nothing?" "Because no one has hired us," they answered. He said to them, "You also go and work in my vineyard." When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, "Call the workers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last ones hired and going on to the first." The workers who were hired about five in the afternoon came, and each received a denarius. So when those came who were hired first, they expected to receive more, but each one of them also received a denarius. When they received it, they began to grumble against the landowner. These who were hired last worked only one hour. They said, "And you have made them equal to us, who have borne the burden of the work and the heat of the day." But he answered one of them, "I am not being unfair to you, friend. Didn't you agree to work for a denarius? Take your pay and go. I want to give the one who was hired last the same as I gave you. Don't I have the right to do what I want with my own money? Or are you envious because I am generous?" So the last will be first, and the first will be last. Let's take a close look at the workers and the landowner to see what we can learn from the details of the story. The workers. Everyone had a job to do. No one was excluded. The only ones who were not working were those who didn't get asked, or they just didn't know about the job to be done. No one refused to work. No one missed the deadline. All were welcome to join until the workday was finished. On this work project, everyone worked for the same landowner in the same vineyard. It was not easy work, and when the sun was at its highest, it was hot. Everyone who worked was rewarded according to the generosity of the owner. Those who worked the longest expected more, but were not given more. The landowner. The landowner was constantly looking for more workers. He was never satisfied with the few he had. He needed more workers, and he welcomed anyone who was able to work. 
the landowner was timely, paid attention to the times of starting work and ending work. He went out every two to three hours to look for more workers, nine, 12, three, and five. Then finally at six o'clock, when the workday was finished, he promptly ended the work and paid the workers. He was fair and generous. The salary came out of his pocket. He paid what was right and was generous with those who did less work. Does God just want us to work hard? Is this story about working hard in God's kingdom? Is that all God wants from us? To work in the hot sun to get his job done? Is God an employer driven by productivity and earnings? No, this parable is not just about hard work, but about being welcomed into God's kingdom. At the telling of this story, Jesus was surrounded by religious people who believed that the better you were, the more you acted in a religious way, the greater your reward and prestige. Jesus was clear that even those who were rejected by society and labeled as not good enough, not religious enough, were accepted and welcomed by God through Jesus Christ. This is not a parable about God's company KPI targets, but a story about being welcomed into the kingdom of God. Everyone is given an offer. Will you say yes? There is a place for you in God's kingdom. In the parable, everyone the landowner saw, he asked to join. He did not ask for a CV. He did not test to see how efficiently and skillfully they could pick grapes. He took on every worker who said yes. God welcomes you into his kingdom, not based on your ability, gifts, or holiness. He welcomes you based on his desire for you. You gain entrance into God's kingdom by faith in Jesus. All are offered the gift of faith. The question is, will you say yes to God's offer? For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus, to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 to 10. The kingdom focus is serving God. In this story, it was clear that all workers were serving in a vineyard that belonged to the landowner. The land was his, the vines were his, the harvest would be his too. In God's kingdom, we are all looking towards God's work, God's plan, God's home. It's not easy work, but it is his work, and he will enable us to serve. We are not in this kingdom to grow riches or make a name for ourselves, but to bring forth fruit for our Lord. Luke chapter 17, verse 10. So you also, when you have done everything you were told to do, should say, we are unworthy servants. We have only done our duty. Those in God's kingdom are given a gift. The workers in the vineyard were all paid fairly. They were given one day's wages, just enough for that day. With God, he provides what we need for this day. Jesus taught us to pray, give us today our daily bread. There is also spiritual treasure that is stored for us in heaven. In God's kingdom, our goal is not to get rich or get ahead of others. Our goal is to serve our king, knowing that he will provide all that we need. Ultimately, the greatest gift we receive is priceless. It is the gift of salvation and entrance into his magnificent kingdom. Romans chapter 6, verse 23. For the wages of sin is death 
but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. God is seeking more to welcome into his kingdom. The landowner was constantly looking for more workers. Our God is also constantly seeking hearts to bring into his kingdom. Luke chapter 19 verse 10 For the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. God is on schedule and there will be an end to the workday. The landowner was timely as he paid attention to the times of starting work and ending work. Our God also watches the times and seasons. There are moments in history when we see a great move of God and many souls coming to him. We also know that there will come a moment when the day's work is finished and all will stand before God. John chapter 9 verse 4 As long as it is day, we must do the works of him who sent me. Night is coming when no one can work. God is generous and gives out of his own riches. Our God is fair and generous and all that we receive comes from him. Ephesians chapter 2 verses 6 and 7 And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. Have you been welcomed in, or are you just standing around? There is a place for you in God's kingdom. God is calling you, and through Jesus you can enter. Have you answered God's call to join in? Don't wait until it's too late. God welcomes you now. You belong here. Receive his invitation and let's get to work. Thanks for having some spiritual limey with us. We hope that you liked it and that it fed your soul. And we hope you come back for some more. We love you.
Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 to 11. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in the very nature of God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father.